good morning or evening, afternoon, middle of the night, whenever you choose to listen. It's Angie. And I'm out here cemetery walking, which I like to do. It clears my mind and kind of clears my soul. And I thought, what a good time to record. Some probably think this is a little weird, but... I find it really peaceful, and let me tell you why. The cemetery I'm at right now is surrounded by cornfields, farm field. Um, There's an old church from the 1800s to my left. There is a country highway off in the distance, so you may be able to hear some some trucks and the air smells like burnt wood like old campfire which I love because someone from their farm might have been burning some wood to get rid of some limbs and I can hear the birds chirping And the leaves are starting to change. The first day of fall is in two days. And it's just me. And I volunteer for findagrave.com, which I love, love, love genealogy. And I work on it a lot through ancestry.com. And through that, I started using findagrave.com. And I use it in my research. And then I realized what a valuable tool it is, and it's all volunteer-based. So I realized that I could actually become a volunteer. And I love it. I love it so much. And ever since I was a little kid, I've loved walking cemeteries. I've always found it fascinating. I don't know why. I just love looking at the old headstones. I love trying to imagine what the lives of the people were. And I think that's the most fascinating part to me. I mentioned in my first episode that I've always wondered what it was like to live in the 1800s, 1700s, things like that. You know, America, what we know it as, is such a young country. I mean, of course, there's the Native Americans, and that's a whole different ballgame, which that fascinates me too. But as far as the 1800s and the 1700s, that all really interests me. So when I walk along and look at the headstones and I see, you know, Thomas Kessler born in 1871 or, you know, infant, um, infant Kessler, for example, and I, you know, that it lived for two days and I wonder what happened and I wonder what it was like for the mom. And, you know, I just, Everything is a story to me, and I I don't know. I kind of get lost. And it's just, I don't know, it's really a good place for me to clear my brain from my own stuff and just kind of get lost for a little bit. And it's also a way for me to connect with nature. I may not be in the woods somewhere, but I'm out here in the sunshine, walking, and my heart rate up a little bit. And I'm also doing good because I'm looking for gravestones 
that people from all over the world are putting in requests to have pictures taken for their loved ones so that they can have some peace or they're working on familyhistoryancestry.com or you know they're just working on their own genealogy unfortunately sometimes it's hard to find these grave sites or these headstones because they've eroded away if they're too old but it's really lovely and I know I love coming to these old ones out in my area because I do live in a farmy area currently and it's not so built up so a couple weeks ago I actually drove up to a cemetery that was basically on some guy's property and I was greeted at my front door of my van with uh, with this dog and I texted Brian I was like I might die here so and it was kind of sad because you can see that some people don't take care of these cemeteries because there isn't anyone to take care of them cemeteries I believe I have to check into this, but I think it's it's someone's responsibility in the government. Again, I have to double check on this, but check your area if you're interested in doing this, because I think it's all volunteer based, unless it's attached to a church. So, so for those old cemeteries, they're likely not being taken care of. So those old headstones are just going to rot away because they aren't being cleaned and taken care of. And it's not that their bodies are gonna old, you know, rot away. They, you know, sadly they are, they're in the earth. Their memories of the people are obviously gonna live on, their spirits are gonna live on, but it'd be nice to know that someone is keeping up that space. As a person that walks cemeteries, it's really quite sad to walk into a space and it'd be really overgrown and you can't even read a headstone or the old headstones are just broken in half and kind of tossed to the side. It's pretty disrespectful, actually. Um, you know, like I said, the soul's not there anymore, but someone cared enough to post that headstone there. And some of them are so cool. You just walk around and you look. I really love the ones from the 1800s that look like a tree and they have like a scroll in the front and it kind of tells you the scroll of the family, almost like a family tree. I love those. Um, I really want to go to the Crown Hill Cemetery downtown Indianapolis, but honestly, I just stay in my area and go to the small ones. The one I'm at right now is about 2,000 graves. And I don't even know if the church across the street is still in use. I think it's a small Methodist church. And I think the sign outside says it's a historical place. And it's it was built in 1800s. And, um, you know, I've just been walking. This is the second time out to this one. And I've just been walking the area that has a lot of the older the older headstones, which you'll see if you do a lot of cemetery walking. There's parts of the cemetery where a lot of times the older ones will be in 
in one part and then it kind of gradually moves towards the newer, which makes sense. If you fill up one spot, you have to kind of gradually move um, as people die and spots fill up. So you kind of start in the back and move your way forward. But this, this, because this is a small farm area, I mean, there's some, there was a, there was a metal um, plaque put down that was actually for someone for the Revolutionary War in the back of this one. And I thought that was really neat. I hadn't seen that yet. And then probably a football field length, length away, there was someone buried here in June of 2022. I told Brian when I got home that first day, I was like, I could be buried here. I liked it here. It's peaceful. And you can really see when these small communities like this, you can really see who the settlers are because you can see a trend with the names because there's large plots of the same names and that's <clears throat> excuse me and that intrigues me as well because you'll see the big 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 headstones and you're like wow that person had to be somebody because their headstone is huge so then of course you're like well they probably had money because that had to be expensive back in the back in the day Because, of course, you know, that was like a sign that you had money. Poor people didn't get headstones. Which sadly means that their crosses don't exist anymore. So this man, he's got this huge, I don't even know what you'd call it. It's almost just like a big pointy thing up in the sky. Probably about, I don't know, 12 feet tall. Ironically, his name is James Brown. He was 59 years old when he died. And he died in 1882, and he was 59. Who was he? What did he do? What did he do? I want to know. What did he do? And see now, the researcher in me would take a picture and I would go home and start Googling James Brown. And then of course the wrong James Brown would pop up until eternity, but that's the other cool part about doing these little research projects is you have their date of birth or a lot of times in the olden days they didn't put the date of birth they would just put their date of death and they would put how old they were down to the day so for example they said that he was 59 years two months and 29 days so he was born September 15th 1882 and he was 59 years, two months, and 29 days when he passed. So then you kind of have to do some mathing. And then you... And then that's where the find a grave comes in, into good play. Because you can locate where they're buried. And then you do your research from there. Bada bing, bada boom. 
then you can start looking on ancestry.com look for newspapers and then you're and then you're set and then you can become a full-blown stalker like me so anywho i'll probably do this again this is lovely but this is all i wanted to say this week <sighs> nice little mental health clearing for me I work in insurance as, as well as a fitness studio, but Medicare is about to ramp up and um, it's going to get crazy, so I need all the mental health breaks I can get, so I'm going to go see some dead people, a lot. So have a great day, and remember, you don't need booze to have a good time. Bye.